This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. If you have a chance, head down into the show notes to see how you can support the podcast. Today we are talking about the game. We know some of you out there are knitters and some of you are crocheters and some of you are quilters. And some of those quilters out there have a love affair with a classic 80s game, Tetris. We have the board game for you, Quilters Meet Tetris, in the game of Patchwork. We got this just recently. This was one of your, oh, hey, sweetie, games are coming. Don't be angry with me. Well, yeah, when I buy things on Game Nerds and I wait until I have enough to get free shipping and then they all ship. And I go, hey, don't be mad. I bought this like four months ago. (laughs) So uh, I bought a copy of Patchwork and there are... You will see there are several different kinds of patchwork. There's the regular yes. work version. Um, there's a like a Scandinavian type version. Mm-hmm. We have a, the Americana edition. It doesn't really matter. It's just artwork. Um, but in basic, what you do is you have a, a board. You're trying. It's like a quilting themed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quilting themed, and um, you've got uh, you basically have limited time to complete your board with a bunch of Tetris pieces. This is in basic. But what I think is really neat about this game is in the center of the game is a like a time track. Mm-hmm. And you you move your pawns along this track. And when you get to the very end, however much of your board you have done is how much you score. So it has the same uh, complexity of building out a, you know, kind of a square pattern. Um, as say like a king domino or a queen domino type of games, things of that nature. Similar, yeah. If you like yeah. those kind of games that, that do some drafting. And so this is a tile drafting game. One of the neat things is all the pieces are arranged in a circle around that time board in the center. And there's a little... Um, a little meeple? Yeah, kind of, kind of a meeple thing that sits there. And what you're allowed to do is on your turn, you are allowed to buy one of the next three patches. And you can't buy beyond that. You can only buy one of the next three. Mm-hmm. And whichever one you buy, you'll then move the, the the marker to that point, and then the next person can buy one of the next three in front of them. Yeah. So as you're going around that center so circle, you can kind of see what's coming ahead, yeah. but you don't know exactly because you're not sure where your opponents what they're going to purchase. Mm-hmm. And the way that you purchase is you purchase with buttons. So you have a certain <laughs> amount of little. Um, uh, cardboard buttons at the beginning and, of the and, game and they have numbers on them for like money there's like a five and a ten yeah they're, they're basically yeah. The, the currency of the game so you have these buttons and then um as you go along the time track you will cross button spaces and when you cross that you will earn however many buttons are on your quilt it's kind of like passing go and you get 200 bucks type kind of, of yeah. yeah so when you're buying these different um these different pieces you're you're basically some of them have some buttons on them and some of them don't and they're all different shapes and when you buy them you have to put them in your your quilt right away so you're kind of playing this game between like managing your buttons mm-hmm. and putting these pieces in. And the pieces can be very complex. And you Some have of to, them are very more complex you, than Tetris. You really have to think about the geometry of how you're assembling and look ahead on like what type of pieces are left on the board. And, and what can, you can afford. Yeah, and what you can fit into those spaces. You kind of want to build out instead of, you know, you have there's different ways you can play the there's game. There's a d- bunch of different ways. One yeah. of the ways you can score points is by complete being the first to complete a seven by seven grid mm-hmm. that's all solid. Um, there are a couple of single one tiles that are on the, the time, time track. track, and yes. when if whoever's the first person to cross that space gets those single tiles and can place them. The other thing that's really interesting about it is that it doesn't observe the normal 
turn order of you go, I go, you go, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Instead, and this is a two player game. This is only two player. Instead, whoever is behind will keep, keeps going until they're no longer behind. Yeah. On the time track. I like that. We've seen that in some other games like Quacks of Quillenberg and stuff where they're, if you're falling behind, they help boost you it's back It's a up. mechanism. Yeah. yeah. And what's interesting is when, when you buy your tile, um, your patch, however much you, you purchase it for, that's how many spaces you're going to end up going on your time track. So um, you could say, oh, I'm behind. I'll buy, and I'm behind, let's say five spaces. I could buy like a two. I could buy a three, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and I could stay behind you. And so you, you have that kind of dynamic where you keep playing if you're behind. One of the things that's interesting too when you're behind is that you can choose to leap in front of the other player and collect the number of buttons corresponding to the number of spaces that you win. So if you need money. So if you need money, yes. you could end up leapfrogging that player and that that's how you spend your turn basically by leapfrogging them and getting some buttons for it. And I have had to do that many a time. Yeah. So there's this management of like, what patch am I going to buy? Where am I going to put it? Um, and how's, how's my money? How are my resources going? And how are those looking in the future? Really interesting and dynamic game. And I love that it's just two player. There's so many games that aren't optimized for two. And this one is only two player and it is really optimized for that. Um, and our daughter really loves this one. Yes, she does. And at seven, she can totally play it. Um, and she does pretty well at it i mean yeah i I, you know considering the difficulty of the strategy i think this is a great for spatial awareness really good for um strategic planning ahead resource management resource management of your of your money so uh, lots of good counting and things you can even we even played this one time where our younger daughter played with you on your team Mm -hmm. and you know she helped with the counting and things so i think there's some good things there you know something i like about these type of games also that have milestones and triggers that you know things are occur Mm -hmm. that you know a lot of times as the adult when you're playing with the kid is that you have to manage all of that while you're also playing the game what's cool about this is that she's starting to get to the age where she goes oh daddy you passed the button make sure you get your money and it's like she's smarter you know she's she's aware enough to to know the rules of the game that you know in case you you don't have to play 100 percent you know aware of the entire game you can actually enjoy the game and if you forget something she's able to now start to remind you about that right yeah. don't forget this don't forget that because for so long you have to manage her playing the game as well right mm-hmm. and it's now starting to be a lot of fun that she's you know as she these type of games where there's like i like the how she crossed the buttons there's that extra space thing um moving the meeple you don't have to like i feel like now we're not having to manage her as much once you explain the game she plays maybe one one you know one game of it she knows how to play it and then you can play it again I love how I love these games that have these type of milestone actions that happen. Um, it's a nice learning experience for her to, you know, remind other people to play and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, becoming more of a, a full player and not exactly know, needing to be coached. But to, what's cool too is that I've seen her now try to explain the game. Like we were with my my mother this weekend, um, and she was telling her about the game, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you have to pick the pieces, you have to manage your buttons, you have to get resources." Like she was explaining it like mm-hmm. somebody who knows how to play games and stuff. So she's. I think she's becoming more and more aware of rules right. and, and so i and think how this game apply. says technically eight plus but you know our no, seven-year-old's playing it just it's not fine that complex, i yeah. don't think that i would go much younger than her or yeah. you, they wouldn't understand the strategy but you know if you've got a, a game a game play in seven seven year old i think you'd be fine Absolutely. otherwise eight s- sounds about right but this is a really great game 
Um, so patchwork from Mayfair Games. I think this is one of my favorite two-player games. It's also just very, two-player. Very beautiful. Well, well done. Well, well designed. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the whole quilting thing when, once you're finally you know, start to build out your quilt. It's actually very beautiful. It's actually well done. Yeah, I think it's a really great game. So if you see it, any of the editions, definitely pick it up and you can check it out down in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time, happy homeschooling!